What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome to you. I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. Hey guys. Oh my god. We got a special episode for you today. Yeah. And it almost so we recorded this interview earlier today and we almost were like, is this gonna be another Perez? We thought for sure that she was so scary. There was something haunting our guests. Yeah. Right. Like I'm still not convinced that there's not. I think Erica was supposed, <laughs> she was like our divine guest who mm-hmm. we really were supposed to have and who was meant to be on the pod. And then you all heard what happened with Perez. So we had Wells Adams, oh my gosh. our favorite bartender from Bachelor in Paradise on the pod. And uh, it got off to a little bit of a rocky start. But you won't hear any of that because no. it, we didn't record it. What you will hear is magic. We ask him the juice. Yeah, literally happy juice. Mm, Like, yeah. So he talks about, you'll hear uh, like his favorite drinks that they drink in paradise, like how much he actually has to work. He was a really nice guy. He was really nice. And he's funny, which I don't feel like we got a lot of that on there, but you can tell he's a funny guy. Smart. Which makes sense because he's engaged to Sarah Highland and she's a funny girl. She is funny. Mm -hmm. When we were trying to like troubleshoot some of the tech issues on our platform. It says like it's running a health check on your yeah. on your mic and your setup. And he's like, Well, I feel fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel I'm like, it says running health checks. And he's like, hmm, well, I feel fine. I feel fine. <laughs> I feel great. I thought that was clever. It was. Yeah. He's, and and then his dog started barking at yeah. He's like, okay, hold on, I'll be right back. I gotta go kill some dogs. <laughs> It was so funny. Anyway, so if you want to find out about Wells, just keep watching. <laughs> oh my God. Do you ever watch those YouTube videos? And I don't ever understand why they say that. It's like the title of the, I was just doing this yesterday. Oh the title God. of the video is How to Contour. And so I click on it because that's what I'm looking for. Right, I how Google to- how to contour. And then it comes up. Oh, this looks promising. Four million views. I turn it on. She explains that she's going to be telling us about contouring and the look and how it's difficult and blah, 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 blah. Three minutes go by. And then she says, so if you want to learn how I contour, keep watching. And I'm like, bitch, that's why I'm here. You just wasted three minutes of my time. Can we get to it? You know what I mean? We should just keep talking now for several minutes. Right. And then tell them. If you want to hear from Wells, just well, keep, keep listening. listening. <laughs> so good. You know what I mean? It's so good. I mean, what are you sipping on? And then we'll get into it. Okay. So I'm sipping on sparkling rosé that Ash was kind enough. So Ash brought over for me because my birthday was just yesterday. When you listen to this, it'll have been a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. But she brought me the sweetest gift, my favorite Dior, like, what's it called? It's oh, lip. God. It's called Lip Addict or something. something. Glow? It's the Dior glow. Dior glow. I mean, we just had it in our hands. They just had like a balm, but I don't know if they've always had colors, but now they have colors. Yeah. So it's this balm that'll look different on everybody's lips kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it feels like chapstick, but it gives you like a pinky depending on your lips or whatever glow. It's the best. Mm, It feels good. She also got me a beautiful necklace that has a B on it for Ben that I'm wearing Mm. right now that I love so much. That's for bestie. Much. That's, and has nothing, oh, to, do nothing with to do with him. him. Yeah, 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 yeah. How wow. Awkward. <laughs> I didn't even you didn't even cross my yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible of me. No. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Mg. And and also, okay. So it was Colleen's birthday yesterday. Yeah. 
and sparkling rosé, which is what I'm drinking on, which yes. is the whole like what started this question. And it's delicious. And it's because it's also Tay Day. Yeah. And new Taylor album is actually out right now. It's nine o'clock oh Pacific God. time. As soon as we are done, this is a big day for us. Wells Adams and new Taylor. Yeah. In the same day. So, and um, I mean, yeah. you're moving. So she's packing her house up. It was her birthday. You're, I mean, could you have more things going on this no, week? No, I absolutely could not. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's looking right now. Oh, yeah, it's out. <gasps> Wait, is it? Out. Well, yeah, because look, I forgot you existed is right there. Oh, my. Look at the whole freaking, freaking album. Freaking God. Guys. So the plan we hurry. We is hurry. we're going to go sit in my living room. We're going to listen to every single song. While you're listening to Wells, picture us listening and call, sitting in Colleen's living room. Yeah. Because we recorded that earlier. We're sitting in Colleen's living room, probably crying and laughing and just, I I don't know, on some sort of high listening to this Taylor album for the first time. A new Taylor era is officially here. Mm -hmm. And if you want our reaction, our full reaction to the album, we're going to come back on after we listen to it and record. And all of that's over on Patreon right now. It was released last Friday. So go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash you can sip with us. We release episodes on there every Friday. It'll integrate into your iTunes. Do it freaking now. We also, I've been getting requests for like, talk about Bachelor in Paradise, but we oh do God. full downloads on all TV things over there as well. Yes. So. Yes. And we have a lot to talk about with Bachelor in Paradise, Paradise right now. I feel like even more so after the Wells interview you're mm-hmm. about to hear. And mm-hmm. that'll be on Patreon as well. Without further ado, let's intro Wells, Wells Adams, Adams, folks. Holy smokes. Well, welcome to You Can Sip With Us. We just hit record. We're just launching in here since uh, for the people who are listening, we were just trying to all get connected for a couple minutes and now Wells is live with us and I feel really excited about that. Yeah. So excited. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Where are you guys? We're both in Portland right now. I I normally record from Phoenix. This Mm -hmm. is Ashley and then calls always in Portland, but I'm here. We tried to escape the heat for the month of August. So we're up here right now. Wells, where are you at? I'm in, uh, I'm in LA. I'm in studio city. Mm. Wow. That's where you live. Yeah. I moved in with my fiance like a year ago. Yeah. And congrats on the engagement, by the way. So you're a public figure. So is your fiance. We follow you on Instagram. That's really exciting. Are you guys just over the moon? Yeah, we're doing, I mean, everything's been Everything's been great. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're really excited. And now, you know, now starts like the next phase of like, yeah. now we get married. Like, how do how do oh we figure gosh. out how to do that? So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. And then, of course, I, f- I felt like the second I got engaged, everyone was like, oh, when's the wedding date? Where is it? You know, all the- and you're like, oh, this literally just happened. We just got engaged. I have no idea yet. And like, when does like the annoying comments end on like social media? Because at first it was like, uh, when are you when are you moving in with her? And then it was like, when are you getting engaged? And Mm, then now Mm -hmm. that now that it's now it's like now so when are you getting married? And then I assume the next thing is like, when are you guys having kids? Like, right? (laughs) Yeah. Is like the last well, one, like, when are you going to die? And then I'm yeah. like, well, I don't know. Let you know when it happens. Yeah, we stay gotta, tuned. We got to check these life boxes as quickly as possible, obviously. <laughs> there is no time to spare. We have got to get through the life checklist. Yeah. <laughs> I well, guess well, that's the thing about being a yeah. public figure, though, huh? 
like all yeah. the all the people all the people care which is which is a good and can be an annoying thing but your story your love story is different than the tv franchise love stories that come out of it because now you've been dating for like a couple years yeah right? we're we're coming we're coming up on two years Okay, so we were thinking maybe tell us a little bit about how you got involved in the Bachelor franchise, and then we've got some juicy questions we want to ask. So uh, I am a radio DJ. That's I've I've been one since I was like seventeen. I had I had a show in high school, and then I went to I went to college for it. Went to got my broadcast journalism degree, and and then I moved to Nashville and I was doing radio in Nashville, and I used to do like. I had a morning show and I used to do like this like hokey bit where I would go on uh, uh, acting auditions and I'm not an actor Mm -hmm. and I would go like audition for like the meow mix commercial or like the Chinette paper plate commercial and and, like my co-host and I would like run through lines and I was inevitably horrible at it because I'm not an actor (laughs) and nor was I taking it seriously. It was like a bit, you know, and then I would go do the audition and like this is like before, long before like uh, Instagram and stuff. So I'm like YouTube it like my uh, my b- before like the audition and then like how I felt afterwards. And then um, I would never get the the meow mix commercial because I was horrible, terrible, yeah. <laughs> um, and and then I was like inconsolable the next day on the morning show. So there came a time my brother was like approached by um, casting directors to go on the show, and he turned it down because he ended up dating a woman like during the casting process but he was like hey man like i'm still friends with these casting directors do you want like their name and do you want to like go on the bachelorette i just become single and i was like this will be the best morning show Mm. bit because like i'll be so excited for the for the bachelorette and then um and then i'll be too douchey like i'll be even (laughs) like way too douchey for like the biggest collection of douches uh in the world right and then and i remember i went i went to the casting call and like everyone was in a suit like they were getting out of the freaking limo like that day and Mm -hmm. i was like in t-shirts and uh, jeans and you know like boots and i was just like whoa didn't get the memo on dressing up for this and then i just went in there like super laissez-faire like because i was just like just didn't think Like if you've ever seen like a picture of me with like my shirt off, you would never expect me to go on The Bachelorette, you know, like it's just (laughs) not, it's like that old like Sesame Street. It's like one, one of these things is not like the other. Like I had no (laughs) business being on that show. So I went in there like cracking jokes and like making fun of the whole process and like making fun of the casting directors and. And, you know, that th- that's only supposed to last like 10 minutes. And like, all of a sudden I looked at my phone and I was like, I was like, I've been doing this for 45 minutes. I was like, ladies, I got to oh. go. Like, I got to go back to work. And that's when they were like, you need to uh, clear your schedule for March because wow. we're going to need you. And I was like, oh my God, the one time I like, I didn't want to get the, uh, the part, like, the part yeah. I got it now. So <laughs> now I'm not committed. <laughs> so that's how, that's how it started. I mean, like there was like mo- a lot more to it after that, but oh like, my gosh. that's how it started. That's how I got on the show. Wow. Okay, that's epic. You know how he said one of these things is not like the other. Oh yeah. Well, sometimes I wake up in the morning and I look in the mirror and I'm like, one of these things is not like the other. What is this zit doing here on oh my freaking my face? God, I know exactly what you mean. If only there was something that could help with it. Oh, there wait. Is. <laughs> there <laughs> is. 
Ash, you need Bloom Meltdown Blemish Treatment. Mm -hmm, It's a mm -hmm. safe and effective spot treatment for those big zits, breakouts, blemishes that leave your skin clear and – well, they don't leave your skin clear and glowy, but Meltdown will. Yeah, the blemishes (laughs) leave them looking rough. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It'll reduce those bad boys overnight. I mean, they completely yeah. are going to disappear from okay. your face in three okay. to four days. Great. I know you're you're a believer. I, I mean, love it. It's vegan, cruelty free, safe. You for haven't had Pregos. a big bird zit on your face in years after using this thing. That's exactly got it. I would have landed all those auditions. And, and guess what? Yeah, it's pregnancy safe. That's exactly right. Also backed by a thirty day satisfaction guarantee. So. Try I'm going to try it risk-free. You guys try it risk-free and you'll love Meltdown or your money back. I mean, you're going to love it. Guaranteed. No, You guys won't even need to do money back. <laughs> right now, our listeners will get 25% off and free shipping when you text SIP, S-I-P, to 797979. This is a special offer you can't get anywhere else and, you're, and you support You Can Sip With Us when you support our sponsors. So text SIP to 797979 to get 25% off Meltdown Blemish Treatment by Bloom. If you don't love it, return it for a full refund, no questions asked. Text SIP to 797979. I've never heard that before. You probably Seriously, told that yeah. story before. I've never, I never knew that. That's amazing. And then now look at you. You're on like all the shows, but yet now Bachelor in Paradise. This is, what is this? Is this your third appearance on Bachelor in Paradise? I mean, obviously you're not a contestant now, but. Yeah, it's my fourth show. It's my third appearance as the bartender. Wow. Okay, <laughs> so I've got a question. This is a good segue. You're in my TV every Monday and Tuesday, okay? Mm-hmm. I see you behind the bar. And I think a lot of people watching you probably are wondering this. How many drinks do you actually make? Are you behind the bar all day long? Or talk talk to us about your typical day in paradise as mm-hmm. the bartender. Oh, I make 100% of the drinks when I'm there. Um, and that is like a, um, it's a safety issue. So I'm not there the entire day. Like I would, I do usually do like eight hour shifts. Like at some point, like I start to get tired and like my knees go out. And then also like, (laughs) they don't need me a lot. They don't need me a hundred percent of the time. So like, you know, they'll like, this season's been a little bit different. This season, I'm I'm doing a lot of night shoots. Like my, the bar, the the beach bar is open at night for me. So I'll go in at like. I'll get on set around like three and then they'll send me down at four and I'll work until like, it, it depends, but I'll work until like one or two in the morning and like, that'll be my shift. And then I only, you can only, when the, when like my beach bar is open or you can only get drinks from me because there's like a drink limit and I have to like denote mm. how many drinks you have. Cause you don't, you don't want people just getting right. too turned up. Mm-hmm. So to answer your, that's a very long winded way of answering, um, when I'm there, I'm making 100% of the drinks. But when I'm not, there's another bartender who's like doing the same thing that I do. It's like denoting how many drinks everyone has. And, and right. that's how that goes. Now, when we see you serving up drinks, you're bartender, but it also appears that you're part counselor yes, or therapist, therapist, love matchmaker even. So do you find yourself rooting for certain couplings on the show? Do you Do you feel like a therapist a lot of the times? Like, Talk to us about that. Well, yeah, I think like the oldest therapist in the you know in in history is is always the bartender. Um, so it's like a very obvious segue role. I would say that um, I, I of course root for people. Like I have fret There are friends of mine on the show. You know, um, mm-hmm. I'm now got, I've now kind of aged out. Where like 
they're fewer and farther between. Um, but I root for people. I, I've the thing that I learned pretty early on in doing that show is like um, people are always rooting for what they think is going to work, and that is inevitably the thing that never works. And then the thing yeah. that no one thought was going to work is the thing that like turns out to be the most beautiful love story, like Carly um, and Evan. Exactly. And like, th- those are <laughs> yeah. my, those were like really close friends of mine. And that was a really nice thing to see. Th- that's when I was there as a contestant. Um, I-, I saw that kind of love story and it was, it was cool. Um, I, I kind of talk about this a lot. Like, um, you know, th- everyone there has one common denominator and that's like, they are terrible at dating, right? Like nothing has worked. It's gotten <laughs> so bad that they're going on a stupid TV show to try to figure it out. And the truth of the matter is, is that all those people are uh, haven't have dated the wrong people their entire mm-hmm. lives because they don't they think they know what their type is, but they really don't. Because if they knew what their type was, they they would have gone after their type, and then they would have probably not had to resort to going into the stupid TV show. So I think the reason why it always works is because those people have to date the thing that's not their type. And then they realize, oh, I was always just doing the wrong thing. Cause that's what yeah, I thought yeah. my type was, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So I, um, I, I, I generally just root for, I think, good people. Like there are good, like this season, there are like really good people that I, you, you just want nothing but happiness for them because they, they deserve it, you know? Um, yeah. So, we yeah. just saw your tribute to, Derek and I was just yeah I mean we're all rooting for him yeah no kidding so when this airs we'll have just watched next week we don't know what happens next week yet but this week Derek man really went through the ringer Mm -hmm. poor guy and such a class act you know he just takes it in stride clearly puts his love of Demi over his heartbreak but that's a tough situation and this is the first time we've seen I think correct me if I'm wrong Wells someone who is who has not been on The Bachelor or Bachelorette come in as part of the cast, essentially, Demi's girlfriend, correct? Like, that's a that's an interesting situation for Derek and beautiful, too, for Demi. But this is sort of uncharted territory right now for Bachelor in Paradise. It's actually not. Um, it happened in Bachelor in Paradise season two. Ashley Iconetti, a.k.a. the girl that cries a lot, Oh, her sister. sister on the show. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. Right, right, right. Um, but yes, you're right. And obviously, like, there are a lot of people who are, you know, screaming at the rooftops about, like, you're breaking the rules of paradise and bringing on someone that wasn't a part of the franchise. And to that, I say, um, wh- where is this rule book? Like, I would love to read it because I've never mm-hmm. seen what the rules, mm-hmm. the rules change every year, you know? And I thought that this was just such an interesting and compelling story. And, you know, ABC has this huge platform to kind of show this love story. Yeah. And I thought it was a really beautiful thing to to see in person. And I thought it was even more wonderful to see, like, um, unfold on TV the other night. Yeah. Of course, like, it came at the cost of, like, one of my really, really good friends' um, happiness. But I thought, like, I was really proud. That moment, I was really proud to be a part of the franchise because I thought it was cool. Like, you know, you got to 
like move forward onward upwards. So I thought it was a really cool moment. I went kind of back and forth with it because there was parts while I was watching it thinking, I am so proud of them for showing this so bravely, um, knowing, you know, that there's going to be people that are going to be pissed about this. But I was also on the other side thinking, this feels a little bit like, uh, what is the word? I'm pregnant right now and your brain stops working when you're pregnant. Colleen, do you know what I'm saying? Catch 22, what is that What is that phrase where, like if it was a guy, it wouldn't have oh, been. like a double standard. That, that's the one that I'm looking for. It felt also like it was a little bit of a double standard because this kind of just happened to Hannah and who she picked, right? This guy was in a relationship with someone Jen. going into the show and then he got kind of slaughtered for it. And so I was I was really proud of ABC for showing it. But then I also was like, is this a double standard? And I, I see where you're coming from with it. And I think it's a fair argument. I, I think The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise are kind of two different things. Yeah. Um, I true, think when true, you true. go on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, you know, the end game is you're supposed to get engaged. Like... You're supposed to be single. You're supposed to focus on one person. Um, and at the end of it, you're supposed to get engaged. There, There isn't that expectation on Paradise. It happens, but it doesn't doesn't happen with every couple. There, mm-hmm. A lot of people just leave together. Um, and I would say the difference between the Jed situation and Demi is that Demi was pretty um, transparent about yeah. it when things started getting yeah. serious with Derek being like, hey, listen – there's this person back home. I came here for clarity because we, you know, I wasn't sure exactly how I felt, but I knew I wanted to come here. And, and, and so I, I think, I think it's a little, it's, it's not quite apples to apples. Um, but I, I see where you're coming from with it, but also like big picture, really happy it happened. Yeah. You know? like, like for the yeah. world. <laughs> yeah, yes. totally. Yeah. And we also kind of live in like a really kind of scary, weird time right now that, um, that I, I'm totally fine with like I'm I was when we did it and now that it's happening I'm I'm still like I'm so happy we did it you know mm-hmm. like I'm so happy it yeah. happened because obviously there was a lot of conversation a lot of talk a lot of conversations right. if, you, if we should do that you know so I, I still think it's cool yeah no yeah I mean it was beautiful watching mm-hmm. I mean it just was really what you were watching was a really beautiful love story but it it also was a moment for a major television show and normalizes um, love that people can sometimes be afraid of for no reason at all. And I think so also very, very cool. that she was struggling so much with it was a really cool thing to yeah. see, you know, that whole coming to terms with this new side of her. I felt like so Herself. many people could, uh-huh, yeah. could relate to that. So I agree. It was, it was a very beautiful thing. And I'm, I am and, glad they did that too. Yeah. And like w- one more argument for Demi, um, like, Blake was dating people before the show, right? Right. Yeah. Blake was dating multiple people before the show. <laughs> yeah. In Demi's defense, she was only dating one person before the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Blake, Blake, Blake. Yeah. Man. So he is coming off as a major player to the people who are just watching every Monday, Tuesday. Is this just a bad edit for this guy? Or is this like, <laughs> I mean, this is like, pretty intense watching him. I almost feel bad mm-hmm. for him watching, you know, cause he's a guy who was dating around, but it's, it's coming off pretty intense every Monday, Tuesday. So what are your thoughts on Blake this season? I do feel bad for Blake. Cause I'm friends with Blake. He's a nice guy. He made, uh, some really, I think he made some really just kind of boneheaded decisions, mm-hmm. um, before coming. And 
I, I would say this, like the problem with being known as the really nice guy that got his heart broken on Becca's season or whatever, and everyone thought was going to be the bachelor, it came at a cost for him. And that was, he had no real repercussions for any of his actions leading up to this moment. And I think he's learning that, that like, yeah, you were single, but like people's feelings were at stake here. And also your reputation is at stake. And just because right. no one kind of called you out on it beforehand doesn't mean people don't get to call you on, on it now. I think he'll be fine. Like, I, we've seen this story over and over again. Like, a couple years ago, I watched it unfold with Dean, and he was just kind of, like, known as, like, the F boy of the group. Mm-hmm. And it was really hard for him. And, you know, he had a tough time watching it back. But I think it, inevitably it made him it made him a better guy because he there was a point where I think he probably thought in his mind – whoa, I really <laughs> have have gone way off the rails here and I need, need to like course correct. And I think that this is tough for him right now, but I think in the end, he will be just fine. He will be thankful that like um, this all happened. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's growth coming on the other side of it for him. Yes. So it seems like a lot of the contestants hung out before the show. And that the producers maybe knew that or kind of put some things together. And that on The Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise, there's situations that seem engineered to kind of put contestants like Blake, for example, for him to face the music. But maybe that some things were engineered to make that happen. Can you talk to us like how much is engineered by the producers? What's that? Like, are, are they friends? Are the contestants and producers friends? How much of that is is producers or how much of it is happening organically? Well, I can only speak from my own experience. Um, I was friendly, friendly with all the producers. I would say yes. Like, they know who knows who, you know, because you know, they're making a television show about love. And so you want to know who has been talking to who and who likes who and all that kind of stuff. But I would say that, like... I watch a lot of other reality TV shows and I won't kind of like name names, but um, when things start seeming like really overly produced, they just seem so inauthentic and really unbelievable. And I think what The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise does is um, really well is let like reality exist and like things will inevitably happen, you know, like if you give if you give someone a couple drinks, if you put a bunch of really hot people and you give them a cup uh, in one place and you give them a couple drinks and they can't leave, mm-hmm. you don't need you don't need to force things. Like it's just going to happen. And I would say that like ninety nine percent the things that aren't real are rose ceremonies. And I don't say that they're not like unreal, but like in a normal world, you wouldn't be like, all right, everyone, we're going up here and we're going to hand out rows. Like that's, right. <laughs> that's like the unrealistic thing, but that's kind of like the linchpin of the show. Right? right. 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 So like, that's the thing that's not real, but it's, it is real because like, there's gotta be consequences. People have to have to leave and all that kind of stuff. Um, but for the most part, everything else is just kind of happen happening naturally. And mm-hmm. it, I, I know a lot of people think like, one, the question I get a lot is like, is it scripted? It is not. The, everyone on that show was way too dumb to learn any freaking line. So yeah, it's right, just, right. that's just natural. I promise you that. Um, and then the other one is like, is it, is it set up? You know, is it produced? And like, yes, of course, like Blake didn't, you know, like go on Google and like figure out how to get a mariachi band to come up, you know? Right, like, right, right. You know, he's not like paying for that. 
but like he probably went to a producer and was like, Hey, I want to do something fun. Um, and obviously like I'm the swing dancing guy. So can we get some music down here? And like, mm -hmm. those are the things that are like produced, but they're produced because Blake doesn't have a phone and a wallet and probably a means of getting a mariachi band there, you know? Totally. So, okay. Then uh, emotions are not forced. Those are real, right? People fall in actual love. How long is bachelor in Paris? Like how long is that filming process? It's a, a little less than a month. It's usually around like 28 days. Wow. Okay. That's a quick fall, you know, head over heels. Yeah. All right. So do you want, do you want me to tell you like why it works in that yeah. situation? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So in, in real life, everyone's got a bunch of distractions going on, right? Like, um, you got your cell phone, you got the news, you got whatever book you're reading, you got your actual job. There's a million different things. Now imagine you're dating someone with all of those distractions, right? Like, uh, well, I can't go out with you tonight. I've got to, we've got, I'm going out with the girls or whatever. Yep. Or I can't go out with you tonight. Like I've got softball practice or like, whatever the things are like, I got work, you know? And so you're like, Oh, we'll, we'll catch up next week or whatever. Imagine a world where you literally took all those distractions away. Like there were, where was nothing else other than like the person you had been texting that day. And now, now compress it into 28 days of hanging out with someone, right? Like right. there's, there's nothing to do. You can come to the bar and you can talk to me or you can get a drink and go talk to the person you're dating and then learn everything about them. Cause there's literally nothing else you can work right. out. No TV, no social know? media, no nothing. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so actually like I would say, I would say it, you find out if you don't like someone a lot easier than uh, if you like someone in that scenario. Like you, you can get annoyed by people very, very quickly yeah. because there's just no one else to talk to. Um, right. But then people really do start like falling for people just because it's like I dated people for you know years and I didn't know half as much as I know about this person because I literally have just had to sit and talk to you for the past like seventy two hours. You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, this kind of ties in with, we went out to our listeners and said, hey, we're going to have Wells on the show. Do you have any questions? And someone asked, you know, do they have access to the internet? Sounds like no, no phone, no movies. But do, is there ever like special access behind the scenes or like if they're in an airport, they just don't have phones so they can't hook up on the Wi-Fi? Like, and then the same person, Peyton from our SIP squad wants to know about food. Like, can they order from McDonald's? Are they completely shut out from the outside world or do they send requests mm. in for food? Like, are they just completely cut off from everything except for each other and then build roads to the outside world with producers? Like, how does that all work? Okay. So it's, it's, I have to answer that like twofold because Bachelor in Paradise and then the Bachelorette are two different entities. Okay. You are completely cut off from the outside world. Yeah. Um, I think, I, actually, it's funny. Derek, um, was able to work about an hour a day. He like kind of like that. He made them agree to that mm. because he actually has a real job, and he was like, "I just got to check in, or I'm gonna get fired." You know? Yeah. Um. So they'll make like concessions about that, but for the most part, you're completely cut off. And for Bachelor in Paradise, food you ate, you eat resort food there. So like it's an it's a working living resort, and you just go to the bar and and there's a menu and you say, I want the tacos or whatever. And then they bring it to you like normal. And actually the food there is freaking phenomenal for the bachelor or the bachelorette. When you live in the mansion, the kitchen 
it's a beautiful kitchen and it's completely stocked and you cook for yourself. Oh, um, okay. And then when you start to travel and you can ask for anything, you can say like, like one day I, there was, um, there was a group date that I wasn't on and I was like, you know, I'm going to cook for everybody. So I was like, I'm going to make, I'm going to make uh, chicken gumbo for everyone. So then I gave them a list and then some handler or whatever PA went out and got it and then brought it back and I cooked for everybody. So you can, anything you want. I, I don't, ever remember being like hey can you go get me mcdonald's i don't think they would have they would have said yes to that got it when you're traveling it's actually kind of like a a stressful thing for the producers because no one does have their phones and it's almost like a little bit of uh like a home alone situation where like if you get separated from the group like you can't text them or call them to go get them you know so there's almost like a and this is a long time ago for me, but it was almost like a kind of like a buddy system is you kind of always had to be around like one producer. Um, and then, you know, the further along you go, the more rec- more recognizable. Well, first of all, a group of like 25 pretty good looking dudes all flying together right. looks very, very <laughs> suspicious. Yeah. Um, and so we had all these, like, we would say that we were a boy band or like, uh, we were a soccer team. Like we all do all this kind of stuff, but inevitably uh, at the end, people start figuring out that you're on the bachelorette and you're filming it. And then, and then it's gets weird because then people try to come take pictures and mm-hmm. obviously the producers don't want that. So it's a little more difficult, but I feel like, did I answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty isolating, but I never thought about it from a producer's side. You know, being yeah. <laughs> having any way not to track people down has got to be stressful. Oh, I can't remember what. Do you remember? Well, Ash, if I was in paradise, I know exactly what I would be ordering. Paradise wine. Oh, from First Leaf? Oh, yeah, from First Leaf. I know. That's exactly. You're, you know what? That's why you're my best friend because. Summer is the best way to discover new wines, and you're guaranteed to find a wine you love with First First Leaf. It's the wine club that uses your feedback to Mm -hmm. curate wine selections to your unique taste. So you go online, you take a quiz, which... Oh, yeah. (laughs) She loves loves quizzes. So you take a quiz and, you know, red, white, rosé, whatever. Are you bold? Do you you want to play it safe? Are you adventurous? Yeah. Yes. From sweetness to wine styles to even how adventurous Mm -hmm. your palate likes to play. So your your wine comes, guys, it's an intro. You can get an introductory six pack of wine for $29.95. Let that sink in for a second. I'm serious. It is delicious wine. That's like wines that normally go for 20 bucks a piece. You're getting six for $29.95. I loved all my wine that came. Um, I went back into the system and gave feedback after drinking it, and it got to know me even better. It's your next shipment. It knows me better than I know myself. It just keeps getting better and better. As if it couldn't get any better. So, guys, it can. You can sign up now with our link and get an exclusive introductory offer. Six bottles of wine for $29.95 plus free, free shipping. shipping. In this day and age, oh, oh, oh. just go to try tryfirstleaf.com slash sip because that's six bottles of wine for $29.95 plus free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash sip. I thought we could do that together. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you know, it's okay. Yeah. 
Great. Do Try it. So, Wells, I know Madison mentioned you had a hard stop in a couple minutes. Is that right? No, I'm fine. Okay. I have go. uh, I got to be somewhere in like two hours. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Great. Wow. Okay, so we have two hours. I'm kidding. Um, no, I think we could wrap up here in about like 10 or so. But um, okay. I'd love to take a couple more questions from our listeners. So I've got three for you. So from Corbin, what does Sarah, uh, your fiance Sarah, think of all the Bachelor stuff? Is she supportive or does she poke fun? So she like the reason why we're together is because she was a huge Bachelor fan. Like that's how it all started. It's, I said something that – that she liked on like a mentel all and she tweeted to me and then we started talking. So she's supportive of it in that way, but like she pokes fun, but I poke fun and I'm a part of it. So um, like no hard feelings there. Like it is stupid and silly and ridiculous and wonderful. Like it's all those things. And then that's, what's kind of fun about the show. Does she go to Mexico with you if she's not filming or you guys just have to do long distance? Yeah. So two years ago she couldn't cause she was filming a movie and last this past year she was supposed to and we, like i had a plane ticket for her and everything and then she got really sick and i actually left filming early because i was like well if you're really sick i'm gonna go home and they don't really need me there at the end anyways um so she she was supposed to but she didn't she didn't come and i w- wish she had because it's it's a really it's surreal to see mm-hmm. that place in real life because you you feel like you know it really well just from watching the show you know mm-hmm. um but sets always look a lot different in real life. Oh, I bet. All right, cool. We got another question from Michaela. Do producers encourage contestants to go and seek the lead after hours? So we see this happen on The Bachelor, Bachelorette, where they've gone on a date. The Bachelorette has gone back to her room. Knock, knock, knock on the door. Some other contestant is there wanting time. It always seems like they're breaking out of the house to go you know, track this person down. But is that something that the producers are like, hey, you should go talk to so-and-so? What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I I never – I wish I had thought of that when I did the <laughs> show because um, it might have gone differently for me. But um, I, don't, I really don't know. I'm, my thought is – because you're not supposed to do that. Like that's kind of against – well, there's no, there are no rules. But you're not supposed to like leave. My thought is is that it's a contestant asking – Hey, I would re- I really feel like I need to like get some closure on something, or I really need to talk to her, her about something. Is there any way we can like figure out a way for me to go chat with her really quick? That's how I would assume it goes down, but I I, I don't know because it never happened to me, and I don't even think it, anyone did that on my season. Yeah, so I wouldn't even know about that. You know? Yeah, it seems like yeah. it happens every season now. Well, I like, feel like it's, it's like crazy. you know, one person starts it, and people watch the show, and then they see when that it's a possibility if they're on, you know, mm-hmm. in a later. Yeah. Later. All right. Here's another question from the SIP squad from Kelly. Give us the scoop on rose ceremonies. It's obvious it's planned. The order of the roses that they're given out. Who stands next to each other? In paradise, they make it so that one person doesn't get two roses. Tell us more, please. Um, I don't know because I'm not really on that side of things. I mean, there is uh, like a rose ceremony director, and his name's Polly, and he's maybe my one of my favorite people on on the show. If you you sometimes you see him, he's a big dude that's bald. And so I think the way that they set it up, and I don't know, I've never asked them this, but I always think that the way they set it up is they want it to look as good as possible. So you don't want like like a really tall person, maybe next to like a really short person or whatever. I think that that's okay. how mm-hmm. they 
you know, like if, if you were like, if all your friends were together, how would you want your big group picture to look? You'd be like, Hey, you need to move over there. And it needs to be boy, girl, boy, girl, or whatever it is. So I think, I think it just like cinematically, I don't know what the right word is. They just want it to look good. And with paradise. Yeah, of course there's a uh, order to it. Like, because you want the drama to be at the end, right? Right. You know, like, like who's Hannah so giving her rose have, to? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you, so you, uh, you always have the, you know, the the people who are like Dylan and Hannah are always like first now because everyone knows that like they're a thing. You right. know, like that. There's no drama in that rose anymore. So yeah, I think they set it up. They set it up like that. So before the rose ceremony, then the producers check in with each person, like, "Hey, Hannah, who are you giving it to?" So then they plan accordingly. I don't, uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I really, yeah, I don't really know. I mean, yes, I, I assume. Also, you have to remember, you don't need to tell a producer because everyone's talking about it to everyone else. Right. Everyone's scheming with everyone else. Like, who are you giving your rose to? You know, like, okay, you're going to, that person, okay, so then that means I, these other people are available. You know, like, so anyone who's just like sitting around listening to all these conversations knows what's going, what's probably going to happen, you know? Right. So it's dramatic for us as the listener or the watchers because there's been editing and music and drama. But with your, when you're there, it seems like common knowledge if you're listening because people are just chit-chatting um, all night well, long no, about there it. Are, like, there are like um, Christina giving um, – Blake her rose. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Really? I thought that I think that yeah. everyone thought that she was going to be giving it to some I don't know, I think maybe Wills or something like it was someone else. Um so yeah, people and there's that's also a kind of like a strategy of like, you know, you don't you don't tell everyone what exactly what you're doing, you know, you kind of become a wild card. So mm-hmm. it it happens, but for the most part, I think everyone's being pretty honest about like, yeah, you know, I'm going to give, I'm going to give my rose to so-and-so because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm digging on it or whatever. Right. Right. Well, we got through our sip squad questions. Yeah. Um, Ash, do you have any more questions? No. I, well, actually I have one. So the, in bachelor in paradise, it seems like the rose ceremonies are less dramatic than in the bachelor and bachelorette. And I have heard that the rose ceremony and bachelor and bachelorette are like in the wee hours of the morning that those um, cocktail parties are hours and you try to get people kind of drunk and exhausted. Is that right? I don't think it's like they're, they're trying to get people drunk and exhausted (laughs) because it'll be more dramatic. I think that it's what happens when you're making a television show. It's like you got to move around, you know, rigs and lighting and like get things changed. That it, it's if you ever worked on a TV show, there's so much hurry up and wait. Oh. And for for that situation, like you have your whole cocktail party, and then you know, art department's got to come in and like set up for a rose ceremony. It just takes. It just takes quite a long time. Sometimes I feel like, you know, someone's saying goodbye and it's like daylight. It's like dawn out. And I'm like, what? The birds are chirping. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, the party started years ago. Yeah. For that first night, that's that's the only one where I remember that we stayed up until the dawn was that first night. And that's only because there's like 30 dudes and it just takes forever. You know, it takes forever. And and then as the show goes on, it's just less and less people that you got to kick off. Right, right, right. Or, or or hand out roses to. That's what takes a long time, not the kicking people out thing. Yeah. So yeah, that first one always is is in its light out when people are leaving. Okay. All right. So aside from Bachelor in Paradise, where can we find you? What? Where are you spending your time? 
What are you doing? Or is there anything you want to plug? I do a podcast with my good friend Brandy Cyrus, who is uh, Miley and Noah's older sister and Billy Ray's daughter. It's called Your Favorite Thing Podcast and or YFT. And it's basically, it's a really stupid premise, but it's really it's a really fun show to do where we just talk about the things that like we our, our favorite things are that week. So if it's a new show that we're binging or if it's a new piece of music that we like or um, you know it's an Instagram account that we're digging on it's just like all of our favorite things and then it's also like a lot of Brandy and I both have just weird lives and so it's a lot <laughs> about like our really really uh, weird lives and her and I have been friends for uh, the better part of a decade and you know it's just kind of like one of those shows where it feels like you're just hanging out with one of your buds so uh, if you want to listen to that it's called your favorite thing podcast yeah and then you know i'm on social medias uh, at wells adams yeah well awesome. i have yeah. one more question for you wells in paradise do you have a go-to drink that people ask you to make do you is there a wells special uh we have a lot of people listening to this who appreciate cocktails so yeah um Tell us what your most popular drink. I mean, in yeah, we is. see you. We you make them now on your Instagram, so I see that. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, is there a, a special? You know, it's funny. Every season, there's a different most popular drink, and this season, thanks to the beautiful Hannah G, the drink that everyone's drinking is called Happy Juice. Ooh. And it is white. It's white wine. No, don't say ooh. You say ooh. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's white wine with Red Bull. Oh, and oh God! It's absolutely horrendous. Yeah. But in her in her defense, it totally Ew. checks out. Like if you think about it, like they're really long shoot days, right? Like so, you want to have a drink that makes you feel less anxious or whatever. Um, but you got to stay up until three, four in the morning, yeah. sometimes re- recording True. and doing interviews and stuff. So she was like, I know this is gross, but this like gets me through. And everyone made fun of it. And then at the end of, by the end of uh, Paradise, everyone drank Happy Juice. And then, of course, I made a million. A lot of people were drinking skinny margaritas this year. A lot of people were drinking skinny, spicy margaritas this year. Mm. The Jorge special is always a hit. What's that? That's like, um, it's cucumbers first, then vodka, uh, then ice, then like a splash of seven up and then soda water and then like garnish with lime. Mm. It's like a very very refreshing beach drink. Yeah. That one's good. So yeah, no one drinks beer there because everyone's terrified of carbs. Yeah. Right. And yeah. So usually that's what I'm drinking because there's. Uh, plenty of it. Right. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. So call, that's a challenge to you. Cause since I'm pregnant, yeah. I can't try happy juice, but you can get on. I that. can. Yeah. I've got some recon to do yes, and I'll you report do. back yes, you do. on this for Very our long topic. podcast days. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, Wells, thank you so much for joining us and giving us the scoop behind the scenes. It's been awesome having you on our pod. Yeah. People freaked yeah, out. Thanks. We freaked out. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys letting me sip with you. Yes. This has been a lot of fun. Were you sipping anything? Uh, I was just You're going to do that tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm hydration. going to I'm I'm going out with some some friends later tonight, so I'll be doing that. 
you'll be sipping. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. It was good chatting with you. And we will be checking out your podcast. Thanks so much, guys. Your favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. See you guys. Thanks, Wells. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right. Now that was amazing. Yeah. I feel like we were on the inside track. We are. You know. Are we friends with Wells now? And I feel like it's going to shift. Like, I like to know that it's real. It's reality. Um, You know, it's – and I also – it makes sense. Like, I kind of thought he was going to give us – when he said – do you guys want to know how this works? I thought he was going to give us some inside sneak peek, but turns out it was like, hey, just use your brains, dummies. Yeah. This is how this works. Yeah, I want to know how it works. Like, we give everybody the love drug. I'm like, what? You know, yeah, but no. Right. I mean, right. they're love actually- Love potion number nine. Do you know when he was explaining that, like how it's so isolated and you're just focused on each other, yeah. what I thought about? What? I thought about us and oh. this podcast. <gasps> like when we did the How to Fall yeah. in Love with You, like mm-hmm. when you're really just mm-hmm. focused on talking to someone, it's yes. amazing. Yes. Like that experience. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so we basically were podcasters in paradise. <laughs> oh my God. This is, this is also, how do we say that? Not Bachelor in Paradise, we're podcast in paradise. That's what I just said. <laughs> That's what I just said. That was okay, my idea. Remember how my Colleen brain doesn't original. work anymore? Okay. You just surfed my idea. <laughs> well, I thought I was going to do a different you, take no, on it, but it you was You hopped on my wave. <laughs> hey, get off that board. Let me catch the ride. Hey, you, you know, know what? That's like... Get off that board. Let me catch the ride. <laughs> Jesus. I really thought it was going to co- sound different. When it came out of my mouth, I thought I was really coming up with a new idea. Do you know what's funny? What? Is on Patreon last week, you were like venting about people stealing your ideas. Yeah. Or not ideas, but that was funny. But oh, oh and it. not giving credit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But that was... That was epic. That but was really good. You have to know that in my brain, I didn't feel like I was doing anything wrong. No, exactly. I knew it. I could see it. <laughs> I really thought like, oh, this is a good ad. <laughs> Say that one. She didn't think about that. No, she didn't. All right, call. You want to okay. rant to me? Yeah, I want to rant to you. Okay. I am a magnet for mosquitoes. Oh, like God. they, I don't know, mm-hmm. like some people's blood's different or they just gravitate to people. Mm-hmm. They gravitate to me and I fear them. I hate. It's a nightmare. I hate, yeah. hate getting mosquito bites. Yep. And normally when I get a mosquito bite, my process for dealing with that is I scratch the shit out of it until it bleeds because that seems mm-hmm. to me the fastest <laughs> solution to going from terrible, itchy, like it's just all you can think about. It's mm-hmm. that tingly feeling in one spot, spot of your body that's just driving you mad. Two, like, okay, now I'm bleeding and that's painful, but it's better than itchy. Yeah. Right? No, it's an uh, – yeah. I've so, been there many times. I got a mosquito bite on my leg the other day and I thought, Colleen, don't itch it. Just don't, don't you dare do it. Don't do it. Just let it that's sit. That's exactly what that thing wants. Yes. Yes. You know? And I thought, you know, I, I'm a mom now. I have to practice like – wait. I mean, sorry, keep going. But like when Ben gets a – well, no, we'll do an ad. We'll work it in. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> when Ben gets mosquito bites, I have to tell him, like, don't itch it someday. So now I've got to, oh. like, lead by example yes. and not itch this mosquito bite. So I'm holding myself to this very high standard. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you get a mosquito bite and you don't itch it, you should be rewarded for that. Mm-hmm. Like, the itchiness should go away within 12 hours. Yes. I would just consider right, it. Right, like, well done. Gold yeah. star. No more itching. No more itching. You resisted for 12 hours. Mm-hmm. No. Day three – the thing still itches. Like, and I still haven't itched it, but I'm yeah. just like, how? You in- haven't? No. Whoa, major but it's gold star. Been under, and it kind of like when you get into the bed, like at oh, night, yeah. and the sheets like just touch it, and it's right on my um, calf, mm-hmm. you know? 
and uh, or like drying off after a shower and you like touch it with a towel yep. or like pants. I mean, really anything. Yeah. The, the thing's haunting me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just pissed that I didn't take the cheap way out of itching it. Of itching. And yet I still, right? You're suffering. I'm suffering. So just that's my rant is that number one, mosquito bites. And number two, like, I guess I could put on some cream. I guess I should have just. Does that even work? I don't, I don't know. know. All these things. Does. I was going to say, have you ever tried? There's like this thing apparently and Sips God, tell us if you've tried this and if it works where you can like put it on your skin. It's like a suction and it's supposed to suction out the poison. What? So it makes it so, cause that's what it is. It's like the mosquito puts something in there that is like an irritant or whatever. So it's supposed to like, you can get them on Amazon. It like sucks out the whatever. Stab and I've suck? never tried it, but people told me that I should try it. And then I didn't, but. Maybe we need to do that. Where were you three days ago? Well, I'm here now, Colleen. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize you're suffering. Oh, my God. Okay. I want to try this out. I'm going to figure. Where did you get this mosquito bite? Just, oh, you know where I got this mosquito bite? How long this has been going on? Where? Where? I got it at Pock Pock when we were out (gasps) with our winners, which by the way, you guys, if you didn't see on Instagram, we took our winners out and had the best That was so freaking much fun. Hi, Allison and Josie, our besties. We love you. And then also like 10 other people showed up to our get together after, which which was was super fun. The whole sip squad. But anyway, yeah. I I got it there. Well, that- Sitting outside. Yeah. You've been really dealing- And you haven't itched it once? No. Wow. Yeah. All right. Guys, please pray for Colleen. You know? She's going through some rough times right now. Okay. What's your rant? All right. So I couldn't remember if I talked about this or not, but last night, John and I went on date night, which was amazed because Nana and Papa just impromptu offered to watch Rev. And I was going to come over here, but call was kind of in the thick of packing and just, you know, things. And so I was like, okay, well let's go out to dinner. So I, you know, put my face on and I got ready and then I come home and I'm feeling tired. We, we stay up, we watch shows. We don't have to wake up early. So I'm pushing the limits. Finally, I'm like, it's 1130. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to bed. And then I go down and I go to go pee and I sit on the toilet and I think, oh my God, I still have to wash my face. Mm. I still have to wash my face. And mm-hmm. I know it feels good once you get it, that all off. Yeah. But I hate, I just was like, I was so tired and I was so over it. And I'm like, I didn't really put this makeup on until, you know, six o'clock. Like, is it possible that <laughs> sleeping in it's like not so bad? Like it hasn't been as if you wore it during the day. In the day. Right. Yeah. You know? And then I thought, well, actually, you know what? I think I have talked about this. What? Because you talked about how Oprah said you always should wash your face at night. Oh yeah, guys, this is a redundant rant, no, but I'm still pissed I don't about think it. You ranted about it. I think we were talking. Well, anyway, you should continue. Yeah, to rant this is clearly still coming up in your life. Yes, I was yeah. so annoyed, and I thought, fine, I'll wash my fucking face. Yeah, I'm not happy about it. And how'd it go? It was fine, <laughs> and I felt, you know, you here's here's always the thing. I always think, okay, I, I'm not going to wash my face. I'm just going to yeah. not do it. I'm going to go to bed. And then I think, but you will regret it in the morning. Yeah. I hate, I don't like washing my face at night, but I hate waking up with a full face. Does it makeup. bother you thinking about getting makeup on your pillowcase? No, we're in a rental. But like, no, your face is still on a pillowcase. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, I don't give a shit about any of their stuff. Mm, no. Okay. If someone put their no, feet doesn't. on the pillowcase that you were about to sleep on, would yeah. that bother you? Yeah. Okay. I'm just I'm just taking a pulse here of what is acceptable. <laughs> I mean, that's or not. very different than my face. No, like dirty with makeup on. Dirty. It. Like for me. It feels dirty. 
Yeah. Like if I'm even going to like take a nap during the day, it kind of bothers me a little bit that makeup's getting on the pillowcase. Really? Yeah. I'm kind of weird like that. So I also don't enjoy just washing my face, but the thought of like mucking up my pillowcase Mm -hmm. kind of bothers me more. All right. But it's still. No, it doesn't affect me. Well, I'm glad that you came out on I just the other think, end of it. Oh, I can just, I would rather wash my pillowcases than my face. Wow. I'd rather do a load of laundry than wash my and face. And you don't like and laundry. I don't, and I hate laundry. Wow. Well, turns out John's the one that does the laundry. I'd rather John do a load of laundry than I wash my face. Maybe I'll see if John can start washing my face while I lay there. <laughs> you know? Hey, John, do you start a load of my face? <laughs> <laughs> whoa whoa he's like sure babe unzip it and whip it <laughs> you start a load of my face you know all unload oh, all unload <laughs> okay it is hot in here okay what, hey what can you rave about no i gotta oh. tell you something laundry can make your space more beautiful but let me tell you what else can make your space more beautiful plants yeah no it's true <laughs> no it is Bring true me outside in and uh, i can't wait you know i'm moving into a new house i am so oh wait you were supposed this to is, i'm doing the i'm intro. stepping She's on your toes totally you know what Take it i'm gonna change my here. rant when i'm supposed to do something and colleen <laughs> okay no but if you love nature and plants as much as we do then you guys would love this company we found called rooted it's a modern day plant company that reconnects people to nature and i love it was started by a couple of best friends oh, yeah. who grew up together, gr- gr- surrounded by greenery, and they wanted to share the positive benefits of plants with as many people as possible by making it fun and accessible, which I love because sometimes I feel overwhelmed by like greenery yes. and stuff. Like, how do I keep this alive? Good news, guys. They also send you, they don't just want to sell you plants. They send you tips and educate you on how to take care of them and develop that green thumb of yours. I am so happy that we're partnering with Rooted, Uh, especially right now, moving into a new house. I really struggle with my green thumb and trying to figure out what plants would look good and how much I can really keep up. Like, I don't want to bring plants into my house just to kill them by bad, you know, caretaking. So what's really nice is you can go onto their site. You can take a quiz based on the lighting in your house, based on how much you can dedicate to plants. It will recommend the perfect plants just for you. They sent me these plants. Um, They come straight to you from the nursery, less time in transit. So they're arriving super fresh. It cuts out middlemen. So growers get paid more for their hard work. They sent me three plants. They're absolutely beautiful. I can't wait to put them in my new house. But if you don't love them, they have a 14-day, no questions asked guarantee. So if your plant arrives slightly unhappy or damaged or anything like that, you get a full refund, no questions asked. And I'm waiting to get my plants delivered when I get back to Arizona. But I don't know about you guys. I'm sold. I'm so excited about this. And if you guys are interested in creating your very own indoor jungle with a modern mission-driven plant company that makes being a plant parent fun and easy, then head to rooted, R-O-O-T-E-D dot N-Y-C slash SIP and use the code SIP to receive 15% off your first order. All right. Okie doke. That was one rave. What is another rave? Okay. So today we went in to sign for the title of our house. Oh my God. Which is a cool, like awesome, amazing. Like we were excited, but we get in there and the person who was in charge of 
coordinating the signing, signing the title person, Mm -hmm. couldn't have been more unhappy to see us. Like she just was cold as ice, like very transactional, like no like friendly warmth or whatever. And we go in super excited, like we're on cloud nine, would be, and we sit down in this very sterile, like hostile room with a hundred papers to sign. Anyway, Ben was with us. And I just have to rave about babies and mm. what it's like to be a little person in this world where you literally can do anything you want. Like you have zero Fs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we're sitting in there. It's very awkward. Like at one point we were using the wrong pen and she's like, please use the blue pen. And we, I was feeling like I get sensitive to people's energies. All of a sudden, Ben just rips one. Like <laughs> explosive, uh-huh. like poop. It smelled. It was loud. And then he like laughed after. He like was, yeah. he like felt better, you know, because he relieved gas. Right. He like smiled and kind of giggled. And I could not stop laughing. And like Chris <laughs> couldn't stop laughing. And she even cracked a smile. And it was like, I just love, I don't know. I, and then he did it again, like five minutes later. And I just had the did church. You have a blowout? No. Oh, well, I mean, like it was, it, a, it was a, it was a load. Yeah. It was a full load. That felt good. Yeah. We needed John yeah. to, you know, come do yeah, the laundry. Clean, clean shit up. Yeah. But I just was like, oh my God, this is the best. Like, could you imagine if you had that kind of freedom? Like if you just were like, you know what? I'm just going to poop right now. And I'm going to be loud. And then I'm going to celebrate with a smile and a giggle. Yes. It yeah. So good. That is a good, it is good. God, I love babies. And then look at how the world fucks us up. Right. You know, all of a sudden you think, what, what day do you realize, you know what, probably shouldn't poop right now. I mean, to be fair, I don't think I'd want to shit my pants, No, but I would definitely want to do lots of things that I don't do. No, it's a mindset. Though. Right. It's like, you're, right. you're free, you're, you're free, uninhibited. And then one day you yeah. learn the rules, Yeah, you know? And anyway, yeah, there no, it is. but for you. now, Ben is doing whatever he wants. And he got that lady to crack a smile. And it, it brought us a lot of happiness Joy. this morning in that annoying zone. Ugh. I don't like when people are like, that's the other thing. If you, you've had, I don't know if all your ultrasound texts were good, but like, yeah. it's a very exciting time. And if you've had an ultra, like my first, very first time we had our ultrasound was the second time, first time with Rev. And she was just like lackluster, ho-hum about it. I'm like, oh. dude, do you understand? This is like very, very, very exciting for us. And you should just try harder to totally. act like this is a cool thing. And same with that. I mean, you're buying a new house. She should just try a little bit harder because it's a very joyous moment. Totally. You know, if you yep. want to be pissed off, work at the post office. Yep. Because they exactly. do their, their so all the time. Mad there. Yeah. Okay. Rave. My rave is John and I, Currently, we're living downtown. We only have another week and a half of that or so. And the I know that people don't like the scooters that you can rent because they're annoying, but they're so freaking <laughs> fun, you guys. And that's all of any chance I get. I just scooter around. They have these ones now with seats on them. And the ones that they have now in Portland, because last year when we were here, they had ones where you kind of have to like pedal to yeah. get a little speed. And right. then you go, these ones are fully electric and you can sit. So you just... You like Fly. unlock it and you sit down and then you push a button and you're cruising, man. Yeah, see ya. And it's and Portland's super bike friendly, so we're just in the bike lanes. We're just and then we decide they're so much fun that after date night last night, so we we rode them down to date night and then we were riding after date night. It was raining and I thought, eh, let's go ahead let's and scooter. scooter. Let's scooter. Yeah. So then we get you know we're all drenched and I'm just like this is so fun and I've scootered in Santa Monica where you just pick them up on the side of the road. I've never had a bad time scootering. Have you done it? I have. And I love scootering. It's so fun. Yeah. 
And so I, I don't know if you see them guys download the app, especially if you're on vacation somewhere, I feel like it's really fun. Download the app. It's a great way to explore. And you just, I mean, it it, I don't know. It like takes you back to being a little kid or something. I was going to say it like brings out the kid in you. Yeah. Like free spirit. It's so fun. Yeah. So anyways, those little rent by scooter things are really cool. You guys, thank you for sipping with us. Thank you for sipping with us and Wells. And for sipping with Wells. We love you. Don't forget to drop us a little note in the comments. Tell us what you love about the pod. Yes. I would love to hear in the comments. You mean like in a review? Review. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I'd love to hear if you guys learned something about The Bachelor or Bachelorette or something. Like you felt like this was a good episode. I felt like we had a total peek behind the curtain. Yeah. What did you guys think? Totally. Rate, subscribe, review, tell a friend. We love you. We love you. You You can can sip sip with with us us always. And we'll we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Want more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We sign me up. Same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon.com. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day Mm -hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.